0: Hello, my friends, and welcome to the very first Glorify podcast. I am your host, Stephanie Engelman, and I am thrilled to be with you here today. What I'd like to cover today is what the Glorify podcast is all about, the genesis behind the podcast, and how I hope to achieve its goal together with you, the wonderful, faithful listeners of the podcast. You know, Jesus said in John 15, by this is my father glorified that you bear much fruit and so prove to be my disciples. That is the goal of the glorify podcast. And let's spend these next 20 minutes together doing just that, glorifying the Lord and gaining our fuel, gaining our fuel so that we can go out and glorify the Lord in our everyday lives. The genesis behind the name of the Glorify podcast comes from a story that a few of you may have heard if you've heard me speak or read a blog post or anything like that. Many of you may know that my husband suffered a near fatal heart attack back in November of 2015. And while his heart ended up being okay, he suffered a pretty severe brain injury, an anoxic brain injury caused by the lack of oxygen to his brain for a long period of time. When I discovered my husband on the floor of our family room at three o'clock in the morning and realized that he was not breathing and his heart was not beating, immediately the words began to circle through my head, God will provide, God will be glorified. And those words were a blessing and a gift from the Lord, from the Holy Spirit. And I'm so eternally grateful for those words because they carried me through. They continued to play through my head for days and even weeks and months, and they still frequently come to mind today. And actually, I, I keep meaning to figure out some way to put them on my wall. Uh, God will provide, God will be glorified because they've been so incredibly significant to me. And it was a promise that the Lord made. And that the Lord allowed me to speak from when my children asked what's what's wrong with daddy is he going to be okay as the um, you know when the emergency crews were there working on him and trying to revive him and in the grace of those words, I was able to say, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what's going to happen to Daddy. I don't know what's wrong with Daddy. But you have a Father in Heaven who loves you very, very much and who will always provide for you and who is going to take care of you. And through the grace of those words, through the blessing of the Holy Spirit, I was able to experience a profound peace throughout that that trial and throughout that time. And in many ways, while there have certainly been many, many unpeaceful moments, thanks to my fallen humanity, I've also been able to experience peace in the years since, as we've continued to live as a family living with brain injury. But those words, God will provide, God will be glorified. Well, God, again and again and again, has shown us how he will provide for my family. And since one of the things that I want to do with the Glorify podcast is to remember the works of the Lord, I am going to share one story about the way that the Lord has provided for my family. First, let's talk a little bit more about remembering the works of the Lord. You know, in the Exodus, when the Lord led the Israelites out of slavery in Egypt and into the promised land of um, the Holy Land, he told them that they needed to remember the the exodus that he that they every year were to celebrate the passover to remember what what god had done for them and how he had freed them in such a remarkable way by you know bringing about the the plagues against egypt and then parting the red sea and leading them through the desert and providing the manna you know that every year they are called to remember that in the passover and of course our sacrifice of the mass is the ultimate fulfillment right of the passover the passover was a precursor to the institution of the eucharist that jesus gave us and now our sacrifice of the mass so following that that command of the lord to remember his works i think it's so incredibly important for us as his people to remember not only the works that are recorded in scripture which are so very very important it is so important for us to spend time every day in scripture remembering the works of the lord remembering the love of the lord for his people but i think it's also important for us to remember god's work in our lives and to be very very aware that he is indeed at work today here now in the lives of everyday people you and me and sometimes we don't see it because we're too caught up in our busyness but he's there. He's always waiting to do something marvelous for us when we need it, when we need it, right? And we're not, call, we're not supposed to ask for signs, but um, I think we can always wait expectantly for that time when the Lord is going to show up again. And as a Christian, it's it's so exciting to wait with expectancy and then to see that fulfilled. And so that's one of the things that we'll be talking about on the Glorify podcast. And I'll have guests on most weeks to share their stories of how The lord has shown up for them in really really remarkable ways and done amazing things in their lives and i can't wait i can't wait to hear all of these stories that you know i don't even i i don't know them yet i probably don't even know the people that i'll be interviewing yet so this is going to be so much fun and again i'm just so grateful that you have decided to listen to this podcast and i hope that you will uh, subscribe and listen to many many more anyways this one story about my family It was a couple of months after my husband Ray's heart attack and he had come home from the rehabilitation hospital and life was challenging to say the least. He was a newly brain injured man, still in recovery, he was living in a small home with wooden floors and five children and a small home wooden floors and five children means a lot of noise and one thing that people with brain injuries tend to be very very sensitive to is noise it was again it was a challenging situation for everyone involved and by May I was pretty much at the end of my rope And I knew that it was about to get a whole lot worse because the kids were about to come home for summer vacation. So, at least, you know, um, since he had come home in January, the kids were at school all day, every day, or at least uh, most days. Our preschooler went to preschool, I don't know, three days a week. And I knew that with summer break coming that the kids were going to be home five days a week seven days a week and that that was going to be a very very challenging circumstance for us all i was also and anyone who's been a caregiver out there can relate to this i was tired it was hard ray could not walk safely he could not be left alone to shower um you know his needs compared to what they could have been, were were very insignificant, I guess, because our outcome after his heart attack could have been so, so much worse than what it was. But nonetheless, it had been a very challenging few months. I was tired and I didn't know how we were going to get through the next few months of summer break with the kids home and me feeling guilty that the kids couldn't have fun, and I couldn't take them to do fun things, and that they had to be quiet all the time in the house. And then that Ray was always, you know, miserable because these kids were making so much noise. The other piece of the story is that we had been told in January that the best thing that could possibly happen to Ray was that he would be able to go up to a specialized neurological rehabilitation facility in Michigan, of which there are several, but we had settled on one and that at this specialized facility, he would receive six to eight hours a day of physical therapy, occupational therapy, recreational therapy, all that wonderful, wonderful stuff, and just a lot of individualized attention. Um, it sounded wonderful and had been highly recommended. So we applied, but our insurance company said, that they would only cover it as an out-of-network expense, which meant that the cost for us was going to be absolutely exorbitant, and it was far, far, far beyond what we could even begin to think about affording. So we had had to just put that in the back of our minds, and, you know, really, I had pretty much given up at this point. We'd been going back and forth with the insurance company for months. And we had an advocate, and she was trying to fight for us, but I didn't see any hope, really, of Ray being able to get these services. So it's mid-May, and I'm exhausted. I'm frustrated. I'm struggling. My kids are struggling. Ray is struggling. And I go out one night after everybody's asleep, and I take the dog for a walk, and I prayed the rosary, as I always do when I walk at night. And I was meditating on the sorrowful mysteries, and in particular, I was at the end of my rosary, so I was meditating on the crucifixion. When I meditate on the sorrowful mysteries, the crucifixion, I very often will think about the last sayings of Christ. And of course, one of those last sayings is, my God, my God, why have you abandoned me? And I thought of those words, and they just went straight to my core. And I realized that I did feel abandoned that God had given me this promise, God will provide God will be glorified. And I wasn't feeling it at the moment, I did not see his provision, I certainly did not see how he was being glorified. And I sent up a cry at that moment to the Lord. Yes, I feel abandoned. I feel that you have abandoned me right now, Lord and then in an instant i remembered that that psalm that christ was proclaiming from the cross just before his death my god my god why have you abandoned me that it is actually labeled in the bible as a psalm of praise it is a psalm that begins with my god my god why have you abandoned me and then it ends with trust and it ends with praise and it ends with the knowledge that god does provide that he does care for his people. And as I walked and I meditated and I actually extended my walk, I actually did another lap because I wanted to spend some more time thinking about that. And I realized that, of course you haven't abandoned me, God. Of course you still have this. You have provided in so many ways in the last few months. I know that you have not abandoned me. I know that you are taking care of me. I know that you love me. I know that you love love Ray. I know that you love my children and that you will provide for us in this and sure enough the next day i get a phone call i get a phone call from our advocate with the insurance company and she informs me that the insurance company has not changed their tune they still say that it is out of network but ray's employer who mind you knew that at this point that he was never going to be able to come back to work ray's employer said we know that ray needs these services we want him to have these services and we are going to pay the difference we are going to pay the difference between out of network and in network so that the engelman family can afford to have these services for ray and what an incredible blessing that was god right that was god honoring his promise to provide, and it was him saying, Stephanie, sometimes I don't answer prayers on your schedule. I answer them on mine because my schedule is far, far better than yours. What was best for Ray and best for your family was not for him to leave immediately and get these services that he needs so badly in February. What was best for Ray and your family is that he leave in May so that he can have some of the peace and quiet that he needs and so that he can recover at the right time, at the appointed time, right? And so that your children can have a home where they can be joyful and noisy and so that they can enjoy their summer while their father is recuperating and receiving the services that he so badly needs so that he can come back and be a better father to them. So sure enough, Ray left for... That facility, Hope Network, which was a wonderful, wonderful place up in Grand Rapids, Michigan. He left my daughter's last day of preschool. So I took Ray up to Michigan and got him all moved in. And then I came home and we began our summer. And we were able to begin it as a, you know, with kids that could just be kids. And it was an immense blessing. Ray received the the services that he needed. He was there for two months. The perfection of the timing, he came home two days before his birthday. You can't tell me that's not God. So God did provide, God does provide, God is glorified. When we wait, when we wait for the answers to our prayers, when we pick up our crosses and we walk with him, when we bear fruit, and that's what we're doing here today. We are bearing fruit by simply sharing a story about God and I hope I hope that this has called to mind for you sometime when you've had to wait for an answer to prayer and when you've discovered that God's timing is perfect and it's so much better than your timing and that God's answer to prayer is better than anything you could have ever asked for. So obviously the first as I said the first goal for the glorify podcast is to glorify God. It's to glorify him through sharing our stories but then also to help us to better glorify him as a people and this was another big revelation for me when i realized when we didn't get the big miracle when ray wasn't miraculously cured from his brain injury okay god how are you being glorified in this this is not what the world would want for for our family right and it's not frankly what ray and i would want for our family but he promised that he would be glorified right so what i eventually realized and i'm a little slow on the uptake is exactly what that scripture says that god is glorified the father is glorified when we bear much fruit and how do we bear fruit well we bear fruit when we love we bear fruit when we love at the times when it's hardest to love and let me tell you With brain injury, there can be some times when it's very hard to love, but guess what? I'm pretty hard to love at times too, but you know what our circumstances have provided for my family is a greater opportunity, a greater opportunity to show the joy and the peace and the love that we can have despite the cross because of the cross right because of the cross because it is only through this cross that we can walk closely with Christ and it's a blessing it's a tremendous tremendous blessing and so through this podcast we're going to talk about how we glorify God in our everyday lives that's the big thing that we glorify him when we bear fruit in our everyday lives the secondary goal that I hope we will accomplish through this is that we will grow in our relationship with the lord and in that relationship you know you can't trust someone you don't know right so with this time that you and i are going to spend together we're going to be getting to know the lord because not only will we talk about his scripture which is so important not only will we talk about our lives of prayer and how we can be stronger in those lives of prayer We're going to talk about how God is present to each and every one of us today, and we're going to talk about how to build that relationship, and in that relationship, we will build trust. And the beautiful outgrowth of trust is the ability to place ourselves, our families, and everything, everything we have, everything that's important to us, when we trust the Lord completely, we are able to place ourselves completely at his feet, completely in his hands, and trust in his divine promise, trust in his providence, trust in his will. And if, if God allows it, then he can bring good out of it. If he wills it, then I will it. That can only come with trust. But when we can make that statement, if God wills it, then I will it. No matter how painful it is, I will it that's the very root of true christian peace and true christian joy and so that is the the secondary the tertiary goal that i have for this podcast is we're going to glorify the lord we're going to glorify the lord and through that we're going to build relationship we're going to build trust we're going to build peace and joy in the lord through our ability to trust completely in in his divine providence to trust completely in his will to radically surrender ourselves to the love of god and to everything that he has in store for us and guess what folks it ain't always pretty there are brain injuries there are heart attacks there are childhood illnesses there are terrible terrible things we have war brewing right on the other side of the world we have inflation we have economic pressures we have all sorts of things and yet we're called to be joyful we are told to rejoice always we're going to do that when we trust completely in the Lord that's that's at the root that is at the very root so that's the goal that's the goal that's what this podcast is all about I don't know if I've stayed within my 20 minutes but I thank you so much for taking the time to listen i hope you will subscribe i really hope you will share this with friends because i think this is the beginning of a really exciting and really wonderful journey i think we're going to give glory to god together i know we're going to grow in our relationships with christ and with the lord and i pray that we're going to grow in trust And I pray through that trust that we will have peace and joy and that we will bear great fruit and that it will just be one beautiful cycle of glorifying and bearing fruit. Through his grace with the Holy Spirit, let's get out into the world, my friends, and let's give glory to God today. This has been the Glorify Podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Engelman. Thanks for listening. God bless.